Go. Um, go. Okay, okay. You lead. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Champion this project. <laughs> so, Welcome to the... <laughs> Welcome to the Knack. Connor and Mike here, bringing you everyday observations in detailed conversations. We love to discuss anything and everything sport, different scenarios, situations, and bringing you across people that you might not have heard of before that are achieving amazing things out there in the sporting world. We hope you enjoy the journey as much as we do, and we hope you enjoy the listen. Cheers. So my topic this week uh, is a f- interesting one, mm. I think, because it can it, it can cause issues. Potentially, okay, okay. it can cause issues, and I'm just going to get into it. I'm going to. There's no fluffing around here. Yep. How do you approach, or how do you go about, how do you address mm. someone that isn't is trying to overplay their hand? In a sporting team, or in a you know, a sporting environment, and they're just not doing a good job. You know. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. How do you address it? You know, what do you? What's your approach? What do you say? And they're just mm. they're, they're, and it's 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 obvious from from the rest of the members of the team or yeah, 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 yeah. other players in the group or whoever it is. What's said? What's done? Are we talking professional teams? Or it could we be talk- anything. <laughs> are we talking anything? It could be anything. Because I think the context is crucial here. <laughs> All right, we can go through. We can go through a couple little layers. Yeah, okay, like okay, but we can okay. go through professional, yeah, then yeah. like amateur, and then social. Because the re- the reason I ask is because with professional teams, um, you've got a lot of evidence to show that this person's just yeah. playing their hand. <laughs> you know, I'm sh- I'm assuming at the professional team you've got video sessions. Yeah, you've got stats. Um, so if this particular person is, um, still overplaying their hand with all that evidence, you know, you might have a, a character issue on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what if they keep getting picked? Well, yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's well, tough. Like, do you blame the coach? Well, that's the thing. You know, if a coach is continually picking someone who isn't stepping up, um, then, you know, I guess the, it falls on them. It falls on them. Do you blame the GM for putting together a roster that doesn't fit? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when some people say it comes from the top, so you just you just don't know. I, I think it has to come... I think the coach, in a professional setting, I think the coach has to say something. Um, because otherwise... Because we, like, you get any group of people together. Yeah, people yeah. talk about the yeah. group. It's, yeah. just, it's just human nature. So you know that the teammates are talking about it. Yeah. And if you don't nip it in the bud, it just becomes toxic, yeah. I reckon. But so that would be what I would say. The coach yeah. has got to step in. You're, but you hear in the media, and this obviously could be a media mm-hmm. hype up or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatnot, but there are times where there's, you know, player rifts within a team. <laughs> Love a player rift. You know? And, and that's come from someone addressing something. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. with another player saying that they, they haven't been doing their job right yeah. or they've been doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you've got a, a player unhappy but the coach is still Picking happy up. selecting them. Yeah. Or the coach thinks it can be undone. Yeah. Or the coach just believes in growth. 
Besides, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> believes in his players. Is it the more experienced player having a go at the young kid? Yeah, maybe it's the veteran. You know, and and they haven't given them a chance. Yeah, yeah, because I I really do think it's it's contextual. Like if you if you've got a young a young prima donna coming through, you know, he's been given a contract, he's got a big role in the team. He or she's got a big role in the team, and then you realise quickly that they're not ready for that position because yeah. they're just young, you know. Mm. Um, then I think it is a bit on the senior players there. But, like, if it's a senior player, you That's know, you tough. think about the Dolphins currently, <laughs> you know, they could they could have signed a marquee guy who goes up there just mm. to think, I'm the guy. Yeah. You know, then I think it's on Wayne Bennett to step in and be like, look, mate, we're a team. Yeah. Just because you're on so-and-so money and you've got a tag on you. Well, that's the other thing. Money comes in. Yeah. Because money can be... Like, we'll think about Swali with the Wallabies. Yeah. How's that going to go? I'd love to uh, ask some of those players what they think of that. Yeah. You know. It's interesting. Hustling in union their whole career and then, you know. A, a school kid comes out. Yeah. Like, what if Swali overplays his hand? What does Eddie Jones well, do? Yeah. Does he feel like he needs to based on <laughs> Yeah, true. Paid yeah, that that's much? actually true. That's actually true. Does he... Well, naturally, there's an expectation. That's the, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. That's true. And then, the, yeah, the funny thing is, like the the expectation should be that you just do your job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but when players do have tags on them, expectations get muddled, and if the yeah. player takes those on, it's hard. Yeah, it's, yeah. So this is this. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting time because <laughs> it definitely like tough. teams definitely talk about it. Oh, 100%. and there's riffs. There's riffs every week. Well, each each team has their own little sort of groups and each. Yeah, little, exactly. You know, all exactly. the players, and, and it's natural. Human beings, you have yeah. However yeah. many five to fifteen or twenty, yeah, forty people in a, in a squad or team. It's gonna yeah. happen. No, it's true. So and, yeah. and so that's I mean that's professional level. Yeah, that's professional. <laughs> Now we go to like an amateur level, right? Where it's, you know, a high quality, probably the guys on the fringe, guys or girls on yeah, the fringe okay, of okay. making it professionally. Yeah. And they're not getting, yeah, you might be getting a match payment, but no yeah. one's on a, on a salary. Yeah. Okay. And it's... So we're talking club land. Club land. Club yeah, land. Club land. Yeah, okay. Club, yeah, I mean, club land's interesting because <laughs> always in club land, you've got the group that really cares mm-hmm. and really want like wants to make professional. Yeah. And then you've got the group that's just amazing but relaxed and then you've yep. got the group that is just kind of there yeah. to play sport um, and because more often than not surely it's one of the stars in the mm, club in mm, Clubland yeah. that tries to overplay their hand yeah. and then it just doesn't work like yeah, it can get awkward it can get very awkward <laughs> it can get very awkward I, I honestly think it just comes down to the coach again you've got to create an environment that yeah. Makes people feel comfortable enough to say something to that player. Mm. You know, pull your head in. Um, otherwise, it just spreads like wildfire. Yeah. So. I mean, look, it's, it's tough. I mean, this is why I'm asking you. Yeah. I, I've got no idea how to address it. I'd be horrendous. And then the consequences. Like, what are the consequences? Mm. You know, what are the consequences of going up to that player and saying, yeah. you know, you're not doing your job? You're yeah. trying too hard. Yeah. You're letting the team down. But you know that they're a better player than you. Yeah. But they're just not doing their job. Yeah, that's the thing. Because that better player, in inverted commas, because they're not doing their job, <laughs> can always just say, well, you know, yeah, you do it. Yeah. And that guy's like, well, nah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm not as good as you. I just want you to think about me <laughs> for a little bit of time. <laughs> so, so okay. All right. Well, that's, that's amateur level. We, yeah, we yeah. touched on social... 
social level, right? It's a it's a Tuesday night mixed netball comp, yeah. You know, or you know, mixed touch footy, whatever it is, or just anything, anything social, yeah. Um, and or played in a park, really. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, okay. Yeah, uh, social's funny one because social. Most people that have had a sporting history that plays social sport, it gets competitive. Yeah. So naturally, the people who are good always just overplay their hand anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of an unwritten rule, but at the same time, it can still be even more frustrating because nobody ever addresses it. Yeah. Because what's the point? Yeah, well, that's like, it. The, the care factor's not there. At the end of the day, it's social sport. You get competitive between the time that you're playing, but after that, everyone kind of forgets about it. So, it's funny. I mean, the thing thing that I love, as you know, is just narratives around social sport. <laughs> so, I think it's always good to beef up one of these narratives <laughs> just, for, just to make it more interesting. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's an interesting one. And something like I was thinking about it, you know, for the last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. And it's just something that is, one, it's, it's so awkward to do. Yeah. yeah. And and two, who who steps up to do it? If other people are thinking about it, yeah, how do you like nominate someone to say, well, you you be that person to go up and address it? Yeah, you know what is good, or what would be good, and when you know you've got a good environment, if because essentially the person who steps up in that situation, I think, is like, like that's that's a leadership play. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah, like someone who's saying who's not who's not got the awareness to notice something and then say. I'm actually going to do something about it. Like that's a leader, you know. So if I'm a coach and I see one of my players do that, I'm like, you know what? This is this is good stuff. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna lean into this. <laughs> so I actually think you find out who your leaders are in those situations, in professional and club setting, yeah, right. social setting. I don't think it matters. <laughs> it's just everyone's just there to have a good time. Does the next, you know, the night out, the next night out with the team, yeah, you know, that's there's, there could be an effect there, or someone mm. not rocking up, or yeah. What happens if someone says something and then nothing changes? What do you do then? Well, that's well, <laughs> you I know? mean, that's tough. Yeah, it's really that's tough. really tough. And then we're talking. What if, so say it's a professional team. What if something said, nothing changes, and that said player's got three years left on his contract? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Do you uh And and they could be winning. You know, the yeah, team yeah, could be yeah, winning but they're just that's not true. doing their role right yeah, or yeah, being exactly. a bit selfish or Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, making poor decisions. And there's guys getting frustrated because even though they're winning they can be so much better. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's a funny one. The whole uh the whole addressing just Yeah. Just a what is really a, a bad situation for everyone to be. Yeah. And it, they're hard conversations. The worst have. the worst part about it is probably trying to figure out if this person actually knows whether they're doing it or not yeah 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 yeah. because if if they don't know then it's kind of like maybe they're just doing it they don't actually even realize it yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah, such yeah. a big deal but if they're this selfish player or yeah, you yeah, know yeah. player not not doing their job or their role is knowingly going out of their way to be mm. selfish yeah yeah, yeah. and and you know, or not be good. I've just thought of something you could do, which would be very funny as a coach. You know, different coloured bibs in training. <laughs> so you could put out, say you've got a soccer team with 11 people. Yeah. You put out 10 yellow bibs and one red bib and you just say, the best player, put on the red bib. 
And then if that guy that's overplaying his hand goes and puts on the red bib, you know, you know that he's just, you know that he just got tickets on himself. Yeah. <laughs> and if he doesn't, you go back to the drawing board and you find something else. Would you almost want that everyone runs for the red bib though? Yeah, true. In a way. Yeah. And it becomes a bit of a joke. It becomes a bit of a joke. Yeah, everyone has a good time. Yeah. So, it'd be, that would be interesting to see. Yeah. Imagine Ted Lasso doing that with Zava and Jamie well, Tart. <laughs> well, that would be tough. Yeah. It's a good show, Ted. Yeah, it's a great show. A lot of lessons in there. Maybe they should address that. Yeah. In Ted. Well, the Zava stuff was interesting. Yeah. Because it's kind of... That was kind of a bit relatable. Yeah, it was. Topic, it, it was. Because, but, I mean, yeah, as you said, they were winning games. Yeah. So nobody really said anything, yeah. apart from Jamie. But he didn't say anything to the group. He just well, his history is a bit interesting as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is history. Yeah. Being the selfish one himself. Yeah, exactly. So He's, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's a good question. Yeah, I think certainly open for discussion. It's a good question. I don't think there's, a, there's any. You can't have a right or wrong, really. No, it's no. just a. It's all, you know. Yeah. Out there. I think as long as you're having those tough conversations, that's all that matters. Because yeah. you don't want to let it fester. No, just grows like mold. Because then, yeah, gets yeah. through the team. You get through the People team. People don't want to be there. People take sides. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's tough. That is tough. Then the coach takes a side, yeah. and then <laughs> you're gone. It's all over. Yeah, your coach is picking a certain team and warm up touch Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, what, right. what have you got there, Mike? Yeah, okay. So, talk to me. That's a good topic. Um, my topic was actually triggered by something that happened on Monday night. Oh, wow. Um, so, I'm putting my conspiracy hat on here. There was a... It's about referees, and it's about... We all know there's human biases that we all have. Yeah. yeah. But, do you think it's possible that there is a like an Illuminati conspiracy <laughs> in world sport what is this where referees plan and have like favourites and plan to make, create calls and non-calls wow. for certain teams and you know the situation I'm talking about yeah. this this said referees um, yeah. said to us uh, well I was refing them different because yeah. they didn't have subs Yeah, and I thought that's just ridiculous, ridiculous. you know because we can't control yeah. Whether they rock up with subs or yeah. not, they've signed up to the comp. We've signed up to the comp. <laughs> to play. It doesn't matter how many, you know. Yeah, exactly. Up with five or three or exactly. You know. um, and then he took a shot and said, "Well, you should have won by more." Yeah. Um, which is you just know at that point it's personal. And my question <laughs> is, do you think that happens, say in international soccer, international yeah. rugby? Do you think there is an underground referee unit that is fixing games? Well, <laughs> do you think it's possible? I think it's possible. Yeah, it's not impossible. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Well, there's definitely there's definitely referees out there currently mm. that are getting paid to fix games. Yeah, full stop. Yeah, just out in the world. So you reckon that's happening? I reckon that's happening a hundred percent, and it's happening in sports that we are watching. You reckon? We just don't know about it. Wow. Yeah, I think that's happening. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's just because of, it's just. There's people out there that will pay a lot of money to an individual to make a call at a certain time or at a certain event or yep. or calls to prevent someone another team from winning yep. for whatever reason. Yeah. But I, I definitely think. Well, to answer your question about the Illuminati, <laughs> I don't think so. 
So you don't think they've got a Facebook I group? I don't think so. It would have to be private. Yeah. Because you don't think there's a you know a YouTube private channel where they I share mean, results and I mean, I, winnings. I, I hope not. Yeah. Yeah, they could though. There could be a whole black market of just of referee earnings. Because and maybe that's why they do it. Well, this is a, the thing. It's a thankless job, really. So, I was looking up the salary when I came when I thought of this topic. I was looking up the salaries of the English Premier League refs yeah. in the English soccer, and they make seventy grand a year. That's not much. Yeah, and they do yeah. a lot of they they cop a lot oh. of crap. Yeah, like they get death threats. They get oh, yeah. all sorts of social media oh, God, yeah. flack. You know, I wouldn't. You know, you'd That's like just to think you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Let alone the players. And... Exactly, exactly. And it kind of makes me think, you know what? Like, what? Why? Maybe they are going, you know what? Screw this. <laughs> I'm going to make a few extra $100,000 yeah. and get together with old Bud in Watford, who refs their games, and discuss and figure out what we do <laughs> to make a bit more money. I mean, I'm not it, saying I would do it, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it, w- it probably wouldn't based on some of the calls as well that you see yeah, out there. Yeah, exactly. And look, I think that's a... It's an interesting topic, actually, that you bring this up because I was watching um, the back page mm. and they were talking about an NRL player, Victor Radley, yep. who got sin-binned on the weekend for a, a tackle and it was he just tackled the guy and their, their heads just clashed. Just yeah, the yeah. nature of physical sport yep. and their heads just clashed. And because, But because he's got a reputation mm. of being, you know, a bit reckless in tackling sometimes yeah. and stuff like that. That was the, the question was asked, well, if this was anyone else, would have they been sin-binned? Yeah. Or are they just really nitpicking on yeah. on him as an individual player? Because of his rep. Because of his reputation. Yeah. And you could say that about, you know, other players. Yeah. Or Well, yeah, I definitely think that happens. You see it in the NBA a lot. Yeah. Because guys that do a lot of talking need to do a lot more talking to get a technical foul than guys who are quiet and yeah, talk once they talk. get straight away. But like, yeah, I guess that's like human bias stuff, which is... Yeah. Which right. de- definitely happens. Yeah. I don't I don't know about... The, look, the refereeing underground community. <laughs> we'll call it that. Who's uh, leading it? <laughs> well, this is the thing. I mean, someone with a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Someone with a lot of money because you'd yeah. have to... You'd have to pay... It'd have to be one big sort of spider web of money trickling yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they have their own economy down there. You know, and... and They're using Dogecoin. Refer- <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's how they're getting away with it. They're transferring yeah. now in cryptos. <laughs> they're and, using the old crypto ATMs. <laughs> it's just all cash crypto. It's nothing... It's not traceable. You see your ref from your game on the weekend <laughs> yeah. at a crypto machine. What are you doing there, mate? We see our social reps getting in on it. <laughs> Well, the thing is... They're getting paid on rain out. The thing is, as a player, and I've never really, you know, refed or umpired anything. Mm. I don't know what it's like in those referee change rooms. Yeah. You know, it's a, <laughs> it's a different environment. True. You know, like... True. And, and they have their own sort of section. Mm. They're, they're away from the other, you know, the other side of things. Yeah. You don't ever... Tell me about this. What does a ref do after a game? <laughs> Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess because everyone goes and gets press conferences, right? So all the players. Oh, you mean coaches, professional sport? Or, oh, or professional, I was imagining or, our refs. Or, or he's going or, to bed. Well, both. They probably just go to bed, <laughs> check their crypto account. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they go to that one in that ATM in Surrey Hills with the <laughs> crypto ATM. 
There's just a big line at about 9.30pm every night <laughs> from all the social comps. You know? But but like they, they don't get the press they don't get press conference on, you know, well you made that really bad call. They don't or they what don't. was that call about or why did you make it? Yeah. So this that's actually and, an interesting And that segue. could lead into the conspiracy that yeah. they're getting they're getting hidden. Yeah. The thing yeah, so that's interesting. So the NBA, for example, released these two minute reports at the end of every game. Yeah. And they're just riddled with mistakes. Which is fine. Like refs yeah. make mistakes, whatever. Yeah. It's hard. Basketball's very hard to umpire. Um but there's just no was there was no accountability. It was yeah. just kind of like they released this report and everyone goes, oh yeah, thanks. You know, <laughs> we we lost because of your calls, but then nothing happens. Yeah. And these refs just you know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're copying it on social media. I feel sorry for them, but it's just like I it's it's clear that refs have favourites. Yeah. Um. And I just want to know if there is if they've gone the extra step, the yeah. next level, which is yeah. actually turning that favoritism into fixing yeah. results. And uh, it'd just be really funny. Like referees are funny. It'd be funny to see them in, you know, in suit and tie on Zoom calls discussing what they're gonna do that weekend. You've got the the head ref of every sport. It's just a bizarre concept. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like and the thing is as well, there's a lot of travel involved. Yeah. You know, they're getting you know, flown around and yeah. travelling and you hear about the you know the the rugby union referees mm. and you know how much travels involved with that because you know you could be doing a game in in Sydney one weekend yeah. and then be off in Johannesburg in yeah. South Africa the next weekend and that's a 13 14 hour trip yeah flight that's a lot of time to plan you know and fix. that's <laughs> well, that's it you know what are they what are they doing in their spare time cuz all of their all of their decisions obviously you know there's strength and conditioning and there's a bit mm. of training but all of their decisions you know, are based on like what they see in front of them, yeah. Rather than a pre-planned, you know, approach. They they watch film, surely. Oh yeah, yeah. They'd yeah, be they watching do. film they of do. the games, but like You'd even even that's. But even then, that's just to more so train your eye. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you know, yeah. what can you train, train. your eye on? You know. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Anyway. So look, I I don't know about the Illuminati. Yeah, I just refereeing, but. I think it could be possible. <laughs> I, th- I think it could be possible. Because Look, you see uh, yeah. some interesting things out there. You do. And there's just enough stories out there. Yeah. Of refs being in on it. And I don't know. We hear about, you know, there's umpires and cricket and yeah. refs in soccer and yeah. stuff. that It all kind of gets... And, and the other thing is also the amount of people that are approached. Mm. Like the amount of times that people are approached... To say here's five hundred grand, make this call or win us this game. Yeah, you know it's pretty tempting. Five hundred grand is a lot of money. You yeah, know? I mean, that's, yeah. and and you you know it's a soccer game yeah. or whatever it may be. Or... And the refs thinking I'm doing all this travel. Well, yeah, yeah. No, you know, family's back home. Family's back home. I could take this money, make this easy call. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you might get banned for life from refereeing again. But yeah, it's a tough thing to get into though because once you're in, you're in. You're in. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. a. Yeah, because then once you're in, yeah, because then they know they've got you. They know they can get yeah, you with the bait yeah, every time, yeah. and then you know the, the CEOs of all the betting companies involved in this underground referee <laughs> syndicate. <laughs> who who would head it up? Which sport do you reckon? Which or is it surely soccer? Surely yeah, soccer. yeah, it'd have to be soccer. Surely FIFA. It could be like it could be a random sport that we haven't heard of. You know, yeah. it could be like European handball. 
Oh, imagine that. You know? <laughs> imagine like, that. Or something based. What's what's you know a tax haven? Cyprus or something like that. Yeah, know? true. Or like, what about like? Oh no, you could, couldn't. I was going to say cycling, but that's literally just guys riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could pay someone. You could pay them to you know disqualify someone. Yeah, true. Yeah. Or pay one of those people in the Tour de France to just run way too close to the cyclists <laughs> and they end up bumping them over. <laughs> just pretend to run with a French flag oh, up in, in their yeah. hands. I mean, look, it's a good question. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see because there's so many different forms of being paid these days. Yeah. In terms of like, you know, your cash and, yeah. you know, transfer, beam crypto, it. beam it, you know, the whole thing. So... Uh, people think there's ways to go around it look it's a life goal of mine to get into the referee syndicate <laughs> that means so what are you going to start refereeing then? uh i don't know uh maybe <laughs> gymnastics or something oh, yeah wow. i don't know i Jeez, feel like that would be pretty that easy because yeah. you just have to put a number up you put a number up and you can always justify it yeah and that has been rigged in the past yeah like there are yeah. documentaries on it so um yeah well, maybe they're the head of the syndicate <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> And all these other referees, yeah. Yeah, well, look. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, it's something you don't actually think about when you're watching a game. Well, you say it. You do, yeah. You're always blowing up at calls. But that's just... Say, it. oh, this is rigged. <laughs> you know. How much are you getting paid? Yeah. And they much, probably go, you know, 200 grand. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, they're probably yeah. in their head. Imagine you know. they start responding. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Too much. Yeah. Follow referee syndicate Facebook. <laughs> Join us. Yeah, join. We need subscribers. Three dollars ninety nine a month. <laughs> All proceeds go to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nigel Owens heading it up. Oh God. Anyway. Yeah, that would be tough. Well, the niche sport this week, mm. and uh, we actually haven't discussed this together, <laughs> no. so I'm, I'm actually going to. Oh, you just throwing yeah, this out? I'm, yeah, I'm throwing it. this out. There, love it. Yeah, you go. Um, because we actually haven't discussed this, mm. and. We probably should have. No, it's good. Throw it um, out. But it's something that we we both know. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty good. Um, good for us to talk about. I yep. think off the cuff because we can kind of get into it. Um, is spike ball? Yeah, okay, love it. Good sport. It's a great sport. It's a great sport. Um, and very niche. Yep. And something that you actually introduced, I think, to most of our friendship group and most most people that we. We hang around. I was actually an Australian ambassador. You were an Australian ambassador, months. yeah. What actually happened to that? Uh, I think I've still got it. You still got it. <laughs> I yeah. just haven't used it for ages. <laughs> uh, well, Mike can get discounts on Spikeball kids. Anyone needs some? But Spikeball, I believe it, it had to originated in the US. Yeah, I think so. Like a lot of these, like a lot of these sports, and essentially, it's four people involved in a game two people per side and it's like you're hitting the ball the way I try to describe it to people is it's like volleyball but you hit the ball into the net and then you have you know one two and then on the third shot you know you onto the net. You, you hit it onto the net um, and it's just it's a, it doesn't look at, at first but it's a, it's a dynamic sport oh yeah it's it's incredible it's dynamic and it's three sixty five as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of tactics involved. It's one it's one of those sports that like the more you know about it, the more you realise you don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the more you play it, the more you realise how kind of amateur you are at it. Yeah. Compared to the people in America that play for college and stuff like that. Um, 
with all the little nuances in tactics. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great sport. It's, and, and it can be played pretty much anywhere, really. Yeah. Like grass, Astros. Yeah. Synthetic. Oh, Astro would be tough. It'd be tough. Yeah. yeah. Beach. Yeah, beach is the best. It's probably the best that we, that we enjoy. But I think... I think the thing that, and we were discussing this, you know, well before it was publicised on Australian TV, but, mm. you know, it's so good for your hand-eye coordination yeah. because it's so fast and it's your reaction times and you mm. have to, you're constantly moving, the ball's moving, yep. you have to put it into a, you know, on a spot. Yep. And, yep. you know, we see then, you know, professional cricket, the Australian cricket team warming up with it. Yeah. And everyone kind of goes, oh, what's this, what's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's this sport? Um and I mean, look, Steve Smith, if you're listening, we'd love to get you down for a game of Spikeball. <laughs> because. And bring Marnus. And bring Marnus, yeah, because that would be awesome. Imagine playing those two in a game of Spikeball. That would be awesome. Ball. You'd do it for seven days straight. <laughs> that would be so good. The thing, the thing with it, though, is there's now an Australian national championships as well. Mm. So every state has a state champs. Yep. Um, every state has their own kind of lead up events to yep. that state champs. And then there's actually a national championships. And there's seedings. There's actually seedings on their website, Australian national seedings, that they publish at the end of every year. That's awesome. And then if you are the top seed, you get invited to the world champs, mm-hmm. which last year were in Belgium. And I don't know where they are this year. That would have been yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I going to the world champs final. And America won. Yeah. Well, is it... Well, we, I, I always say like, um, it's on college stuff. Mm. Is it actually on? Is it actually professional sport in the US? Well, actually, don't, I don't know if people get paid. Yeah, um, I'm sure like the odd person gets sponsorships. Because there's obviously tournaments, right? Yeah, like yeah. those have like tournaments. It's full on college tournament. Like it's on ESPN. Yeah, right. Um, but is it college only? I think so. Yeah. Oh, right. oh no, sorry. There is a pro circuit. Right. There is a pro circuit. Um, Preston Biles, if anyone's interested, <laughs> he's got. He's probably the best in the world. Right. Someone I followed very closely when I was getting into Spyfall. <laughs> and he travels around America playing tournaments. Yeah, right. He, well, he did. I don't know if he does not now, but he did a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good sport. So, and, and it's a great sport. you're ruined after it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's great for fitness. Once, and once you get the hang of it, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's the speed of it's quite good. It's yeah. obviously quite hard to yeah. pick up. And but, it's a good social game. Too. Yeah, it is like, social. You can play it at any level. You can. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, we see you see people playing all over the beach and stuff yeah. like that in yeah. summer, and I think it's awesome. It's one of those ones where, and and you know, it doesn't really do damage to your body, really. No, you know, no. it's a softball. Yeah, you're just kind of moving around. You yeah, know, you um, you essentially damage your body in. as much as you want to. Really. Yeah, like you can you can just stand <laughs> well, there and hit it onto the net, or you can go crazy. It just depends on who you're playing with. I yeah. Guess. So, look, spike ball, it's up and coming, I think. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of people ask us about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah, it's definitely up and coming. Well, uh, which makes sense, because it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, it, it's certainly one of those things. And a very inclusive game. Yeah. You know, it's quick. You can just have a couple of teams. Yeah. You can rotate in and out. Rotate in and out. Yeah. You know, everyone can play. So, it's good. Yeah, good sport. Um, now, finally, our credit moment yeah, I'm excited about this one credit athlete yeah. uh, of the week is is a gentleman this week from Kenya mm. um, by the name of Kelvin Kipton. Um now Kelvin recently ran the London Marathon in 
uh, the second fastest time in marathon history. 16 seconds behind uh, Kipchoge. Kipchoge. Um, in he, he ran in a time now, I'm just two hours, one minute and 25 seconds for 42 kilometers. And and so nuts. and it was the fastest second half of a marathon, so the fastest half marathon ever run within a within a full marathon. Wow! You know that's so, seventeen seconds per hundred meters <laughs> for forty two k's. Like it's just insane. Like a seven, it really seventeen seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it the other day. Or like oh, just above seventeen God. seconds per hundred meters. It's like. Like a seventeen-second hundred meter, you're striding. Yeah, you're not yeah. like he. Yeah. And when you watch videos of the of him, he's just like the stride. He looks like he's sprinting. Yeah. And he's doing that for forty-two k's. <laughs> it's insane. It is absurd. And I think look, there, look. Obviously, there's you know you could say, oh look, you know why is he getting credit when he's a marathon runner? There's heaps of marathon runners out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> this was his second ever marathon. Yeah, it's nuts. Second ever marathon. And he, in his first marathon, the Valencia Marathon, he was, it was the fastest ever debut marathon time in history. And he set the course record. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but that's second mar- So second ever marathon, second he's ever, run the second fastest Second time. ever marathon. He was doing like half marathons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's run 42 kilometers in training and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But to do it in competition, he's probably going to break Kipchoge's record. Oh, he, well, he's got to on on based on that. Um, and it was raining. And it was raining. Yeah. So, look, this is a guy to, to keep an eye out for, yeah. and probably someone will be seeing in the Olympics. And yeah, well, you know, he'll the, definitely run the marathon in the Olympics. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, he's twenty three years old. Wow, is Kenyan? Kip, is Kipchoge Kenyan? Uh yes. Yeah. How many How many athletes did Kenya pick for their marathon? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There was a lot, La. There was a lot. Yeah. Most recently. Because I wonder if it's like... Because you know how normally you're only allowed a maximum number of yeah, entries and yeah. like you have to qualify? Like, imagine... He doesn't get versus Kipchoge qualifying against <laughs> each other. <laughs> just be nah, surely they put them both in. Yeah, yeah, they would. They surely would. can you be going for a one, two, three here, surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, do you chuck a guy like him in the 10,000 metre race as well? well? Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's, he's run 10K, you know, in yeah. competition... Yeah, right. You know, he, 28 minutes. In, in 10 kilometers in 28 minutes. Jeez. Like, it's absurd. It's, That's it's, nuts. It's honestly absurd. Um, and, and like, the thing is, no one knows anything about him. Because he's kind of just, he's literally yeah. just entered into these races and just yeah. and just won. Well, we were looking and at his Instagram before. He's yeah. done four posts. He's got, like, four Instagram <laughs> posts between 2019 and yeah. That's one a year. Yeah. Maybe it's on his birthday. <laughs> Well, no, one was of his hotel room of his new shoes. Oh, really? Which was, right. was, which was you know, exciting. Yeah, but yeah. I, I like, I, I wish I could tell you more about this guy. But I, there's nothing on him. Yeah, you right. You know, he's just, he's, he's, you know, clearly just come from That's Kenya and, and was obviously racing and doing running in Kenya. Yeah, yeah. And then someone, someone's clearly seen him and been impressed and given him the opportunity, thankfully. Um, but, but the other thing is, just back to the world record. Mm. He was 17 seconds away from, from beating it. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, that's... that's like, come on. 
That's not. That's like shaving. He's got to shave like a tenth of a second yeah. off every. Yeah. Few it's minutes. nothing. That's a. That's a. That's a. That's an extra sort of effort. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. that you. If he'd maybe known that, he could have. You know, in yeah. hindsight, if you look back at the right at the race. Yeah. You could easily, you know, inject that. That's in just cutting down four, three minute five k's yeah. to three minute k's. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty easy, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I reckon we could do it. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing, mate? Just break yeah, the record. Just, just break the record. It's only 17 seconds. <laughs> it's, t- it's taking you too many tries. <laughs> oh. you didn't, you didn't, he broke a record last week, didn't this week. Fail. Yeah, yeah. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the other thing is, is I'm just looking here. He, he beat the next, like the next fastest runner was over three minutes away from him. Wow. That's, a, that's, that's a, still pretty quick. That, that's a long time. How though. are these blokes running that quickly? But like three minutes, you know. That's that's still a fair a fair while in sort of in in running, running terms. Yeah, it's nuts. That would have been well over a kilometer away. So look, Kelvin kept them. Yeah. Want to keep an eye on? I think definitely. Olympics uh, coming up next Olympics, year as well. Yeah, he's. I think peaking at the right. I time. think he is. Um, there's a World Athletics Championships coming oh, okay. up, and, and um, he's well, he's still got to be selected by Kenya. Right. Sure. I mean, surely they would select him. I wonder if they how they do that if they have like a Kenyan qualification. Yeah. Like it's like swimming because you know how swimming we have the national yeah, yeah, champs. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You pick your swimming team from that, and there's always a big name every four years that misses yeah. out because yeah. they have an injury or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same. You have to be available and you have to run the Kenyan qualifying. Yeah. It'd be, or, or do they just go off the most recent times? Yeah. You know, does, does this count as a qualifier? Yeah. Don't know. For, for them. Yeah, it'd be tough. Imagine having to go back to Kenya. Something yeah. happens, you know, like you, you, you hurt your hammy. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. And then you're fit for the Olympics, but you don't get picked. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, well, it happens a lot, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, look, Kelvin kipped them. Someone to keep an eye on, and then and, and honestly, there's I try to do a bit of research on him. Just nothing. And there was like nothing on him. Yeah. Like you can kind of get his, you know, birthplace. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, Eldoret, Kenya. You know. Oh, okay. Which, you know. There's a really good video on YouTube, because these guys make it look so easy. There's a video on YouTube when Kipchoge broke that record. Mm. Um, did the sub two hours? I know it wasn't official, but he. What, yeah, yeah, the, the unofficial sub two hour, yeah. Um, and they put a treadmill at the pace he was going per hundred meters, which is around seventeen seconds as well, and um, just put average people on it and see how long they could last. And most people were done after about two hundred meters, and this guy did it for forty two k's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just nuts. It's it's really hard to comprehend. I think it's it's forty two thousand meters, eh? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 I think I am really interested to go watch a marathon. Yeah. After after reading that and yeah. seeing how fast they're running. Yeah. Just to actually go watch a marathon and see them in live, how fast they're actually going. Because it would be it would be nuts. You were you there, you kind of you see them and then they're just gone. Yeah, exactly. Like you wouldn't see them yeah. very long. And you can't keep up with them to no, follow them. No. <laughs> no. Literally. It'd be good to see if someone did like, you know, they're doing the Tour de France right next to them, someone running next to them, how long they last, you know. Last 100 metres. There was actually a guy that, you know, made the, made the internet for, at the London Marathon. 
yeah. for sprinting out at the front. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, leading for 200 metres. <laughs> I think that's pretty good from him, you know. <laughs> like, well, he can say like, he led the London he's Marathon. He's led the, led the yeah. London yeah. Marathon. And then every generation from his generation, it'll be an extra kilometre he led for. <laughs> It's yeah. so like his great grandkids will be great grandkids will be saying that granddad was leading the London Marathon for forty one k's, and then this guy Kelvin just came and picked yeah, him at the end, yeah, you know? picked him at the end, and beat him by two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, could have been probably more. Uh, yeah, the energy he exerted in that little sprint was probably. Yeah, he was I wonder probably, what Kelvin was thinking. Like, yeah. is this guy a threat? Yeah, yeah, surely, surely not. not. <laughs> Oh. Well, I think that's that. That kind of does it. Yeah, that wraps it up for this week. That Mike. wraps it up. Um, it's been a been a good week. Yeah, it has been. And has been. Uh, plenty plenty to to think about out there for certainly referees <laughs> when you're watching a referee. And if there's any referees listening, I apologise. I'm not accusing you. I'm just, <laughs> I am. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. It's just a hypothetical. Yeah, you know? well, is there a syndicate ooh. going on? I think there definitely is. <laughs> Fess up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Invite me to the Facebook group. <laughs> Let me snoop around. Uh, well, uh, thanks for listening. And um, as always, we, uh, we really enjoy it. And yeah, um, we will catch everyone next week yeah. on The Knack. Follow us, as always, knack, The Knack Rap on Instagram and we will keep you up to date with everything from our end. Love it.